sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the California Penal League podcast. We are coming at you on the other side of the 2023 season uh, where we are playing games that matter. And we are recording just after the well, we're recording during the Guardians playing the Oakland A's in the opener of that series uh, this week. But we uh, do have uh, the opening series wrapped up against the Mariners where the Guardians uh, took three of four, uh, which was very impressive given the three nothing opening night loss uh, where for some people the sky was falling immediately and they came right back and answered which i didn't post post this online but if i could it would be the bernie sanders meme i please implore you all to realize that the baseball season is not like the football season one game does or not even make a season. season. Or the basketball yeah, season. Come on, people. It's literally double. It's double the basketball season, we're guys. better than this. Every year, though, I mean, we're going on our third season, and every year at this point in time, we're always given the same spiel. Yeah. I dream of a day I, where we don't do that. That would be a utopian vision. I don't know if it'll ever happen. because No, no. I can only it's hope hard. that our I only can hope that our children's generation acknowledges acknowledges this one day. It is hard though. Sometimes you know I I do get it uh, because sometimes yeah. you know it's like when you watch like an opening game like that and it's kind of a bummer. Home you, openers you watch are always it and you're like you know you're the like, pomp oh. and circumstance around home openers are always. I get that. I get that. But even if we had gone two and two against the Mariners in Seattle, a team that's by all accounts, going to be there towards the end of the season. That would have been amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely talk. Uh, oh, watching this uh, game is very fun live. Well, <laughs> 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 Brendan made a nice catch. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, let's see to start things off. Uh, we'll get to the opening series, but really the big news, the thing that really popped off before the games even started over the weekend was uh, the guardians locked up. Andres Jimenez to a yes. six-year, yes. seven-year seven seven with a team option. I thought, or is it six years with? Isn't it six years with a club option? Well, I thought it was. I thought it was seven with a club. I thought it could be up to eight. I, I think I thought it was six with the with Let's the seven. Take Let's take a look. <laughs> take a look. Um, either way, the Guardians have now uh, locked up the second their second baseman of the future and he was definitely Jimenez was certainly a player that I think people were wondering if he were to have like another good season would he be somebody that like would be unsignable yeah I would assume that it felt like that was kind of the vibe so Uh, so just uh, just just to clarify baseball uh MLB trade rumors seven year 106 Point five million dollar extension. Uh, there is he's going to make um, five million next year, ten million in twenty five, fifteen and twenty six, then twenty three in each of the the following three seasons. Um, Oh yeah, I don't know why I had a $23 million million option for the 2030 with a $2.5 million buyout. So I don't know why I thought it was six. I have no idea where that came from in my brain. But anyway, um okay. Um so uh I mean it's it's Interesting because like a guy like so a guy like Stephen Kwan, you know, I think we're all like, okay, also we should you know the guardian should certainly get him sign you, you gotta sign him to an extension. Yes. But he's not somebody I think when you look at you go like, well, he's gonna command his skill set twenty some million yeah, dollars. His skill set doesn't demand the the twenty million dollar plus value. He's a guy that we could probably get for fifteen to eighteen. 
because as much as we love the high mm-hmm. average getting on base, Major League Baseball still as a whole right now at this point in time still values those power numbers. So I think we can probably get them on, so on do, the quote-unquote quote cheap. Yeah, I mean, so do fans because people were, Mariner fans were going to war with Guardian fans over the weekend, just furious about how we were scoring runs. Oh, they even hate one us. Game, they even hate us. one game, we only hit home runs in. And it was as yeah. if, like, we were bunting, we were drag bunting every run we got in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it is fun to watch people, like, go nuts watching the, the Guardians. Like, even tonight, I'm watching the, you know, them fight back against the A's here, and who knows where it'll go. But it would be, it. they're stringing together three, four hits every inning. And they haven't broken out with, like, a huge hit yet. But, like, that would be really tough to watch. And that's, that, that's, still like with, those, that's still with, like, guys like Bell not finding himself yet. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, getting back to Jimenez. Um, okay. So, seven-year deal, right? Um, seven-year deal. Possibly eight. Either just way, over, just what, just north of a hundred million dollars for those seven years. Um, I believe I read it was the highest pre-arbitration deal given to like a second baseman ever. Okay, which I mean, second basemen tend to get paid less than than shortstops. Um, I mean, the rumblings last time we recorded about a week and a half ago were that Ahmed Rosario was going to get an extension. I still think, um, you know, as of this recording, it's the first game in the Oakland series. We still have uh, four days before the home opener on Friday, the 7th. I think that there's another deal that's going to get announced. That's just me. I know we didn't talk about that pre-show or anything like that. What would be uh, your dream deal? Well, like, what's your dream person? Is it Quan? I'd like Quan. I could see if they held off on Quan for another year. I'd also like Rosario for the sense that it gives us um, a guaranteed, uh, a, a, you know, knowledge of what the contract situation is going to be on the infield, and then we can shop some of those prospects potentially. Those prospects probably do lose some value in that scenario, though. But either one of those two, I think, would be my top choice. Realistically, yeah, because I mean, it would be nice. To have a Shane Bieber extension, but like, oh I think yeah, that Shane ship, Bieber that and, and Tristan sailed. McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie, I think, is also kind of in the same boat as as Quan. If you ask me, give it one more year, and I think those are the two guys you're talking about next year getting extensions. Yeah. They're going to have to lock up McKenzie because it would appear that Bieber could be <clears throat> heading out after next year. Heading yeah. out, yeah, because yep. he's got two. He's got this year and next with the team. And by yeah. all accounts, they don't look like they're going to move him. Not anytime they soon. Out. They could. And I mean, they'll, and this is something we haven't talked about in the past because this is something that the, the club does not do. They do like to try to get, you know, some prospects in return. But you would get a comp pick. You'd probably get a very high comp pick. Um, now, that's not sexy because any draft pick's probably going to take three to four years before they make any impact on the major league roster, but he's not walking away completely for free. He's also getting up to that age, you know, where you tend to, to wonder his longevity. But um, I think we've all made it abundantly clear that we think that he could buck that trend and, and, and pitch well into his mid-30s. And it'll be interesting because a guy like, so the thing with Jimenez that you saw thrown out there was the reason that he kind of signed the extension was because he's sort of following the leadership example of Jose Ramirez yeah, and, you know, talking about how he wants to be a part of something. And, and when he came over from the Mets, Jimenez, they helped him reconfigure his entire approach at the plate. And so there's a lot of resources here for him. And he like, He's very comfortable here. It's a great organization. They're building something. They're still the youngest team in baseball. 
for him, it's a no brainer. He's still getting paid, you know, what? 20, almost a little less like than 20 million a year or something like that. So like, um, for him, it's, it's kind of just the next in that line of like, let's build something here and still get paid like a, you know, a fair amount. Like Cleveland is sort of bucking their own narrative of being like, you know, they're, they're going back to what they used to do in the nineties, which like teams like the Braves and the Mm -hmm. Rays have started to take, which is like, Hey, look, we've got young talent. Let's lock it up when they're willing to get that security. So and, that, and and people were starting to say that like you can't. I wonder that, that about Shane Bieber. Will he want to be a part of it? Is my point. Yeah, I mean it. It it, it takes two to tango. I mean we always kind of throw out our our hopes and wishes, but it does take two to tango. So like I want to throw that out there first. But if I were him, and again, obviously I'm not, um, because I'm behind this microphone and he's out in Oakland. Um, you know I. Dude, I'd really, I'd really look to get into my, I, I'd be willing to sacrifice a couple of years of free agency. Two years. It, well, it's, it's, you know, he's still going to be, greener. he's still going to be 30. He's still going to be 30 when he hits that free agent market. If he signs a, an extension that carries him through two years and yeah, four years here That's in Cleveland, four years here still in Cleveland gives you plenty of time to get something yeah, done. He, and you, if you don't also, get it, that gives you it gives you a good a couple of playoff runs, probably, yeah. especially the division you're in. You're going to be able to pump up your numbers, have a chance to be like a Cy Young finalist all four years, and then you can get the bat. Because if Shane Bieber finishes the next four, like let's say you do a two year extension, next four years he wins one more Cy Young and he's a finalist for another Cy Young. All of a sudden, you're talking about you know thirty plus a year. Yeah, and he's probably getting paid. He's probably getting paid twenty to twenty four. Right. You know, look 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 to the Angels to do it, or the Rangers. They're prime candidates to pay Bieber like thirty eight million dollars a year. Honestly, you know what I would do? (laughs) I'd play out this year with Bieber, and I'd go to him and go three years, seventy five mil, or thereabouts. Yeah, because he's going to put it make out there, man. Bank. You know, yeah, 20... he's going to make a lot on that arbitration year where he'd probably get sixteen million or something like that. Yeah, so pay, pay a little extra on that, more, and then you get you a little divide bit of that out. Then it's almost yeah. thirty. Basically, yeah. you're at thirty for those other two years. So, I mean, that's what I would do. Yes, yeah. I, God, I hope he, I hope they can get something done. I, I definitely don't think it's anything this year. Um, I, I think they're going to wait and see because also as happy, as good as everything went last year, we stayed relatively healthy and, you know, as bad or average, we think the rest of the division is going to be who knows it's so it's good to just kind of wait and see on some of these guys. Cause we, we assume it's going to be another 90 plus win season. Baseball is weird though. And sometimes I do it, take a little, don't work. I do take a little umbrage with though with that we stayed healthy. We, I mean, Savali and Plesac. That's fair. We'll we get, lose. We'll get we in lost, Plesac. We, we'll get in Plesac later tonight. We we got lucky that we lost the bad forty percent of our rotation. But yes, but like, that's a good. Those point, guys though, missed so many games. Like, yeah, no, they did. So, and Bieber was coming back from an injury, so he wasn't. Yeah, he really yeah. wasn't in like top form for the first oh, half of the year. No, not at all. Which. No, what we do need to speak on was Sam, Sam Hench's post All Star Game numbers from last year. I know we're not scheduled to talk about that tonight, but a stat came up during yesterday's game. The uh, the what was it five? No, it was six five win in extras. Mm-hmm. Where Sam Hench's had like something like twenty nine appearances and like like about. Just under, you know, 29 and two-thirds innings or something like that. And his ERA was .30 post-All-Star break last year. Like, we got we to gotta give give Sam Hench's, like, a little, like, kudos well, right there. Because definitely the, the bullpen, man. Oh, my well, God. That's the, yeah, it, the thing about opening week, the opening weekend, too. So, Sam Hench's, you, you know, you drop him 
you know, with the shoulder injury and it's like, oh man, there's goes, there goes your, like your lefty and, and like a dominant lefty. Yeah. And then they just slot in Tim Aaron and they're just like, Hey, like what if we just cloned Sam Hench's another tall <laughs> lefty who can throw 98 miles an hour. They really did. <laughs> it's like, that, wait. I, I haven't thought about that until you just mentioned that. They really did. It's crazy. I mean, and that's like a pretty, I've never in a million years would have like thought that he would have broken some record by just striking out four dudes in a row in a major league debut. Like how has that never been done since 1901? That's crazy. It's tough. It is tough, but it's like, man, I cannot believe nobody else ever did that. that was, uh, I, I, I thought it was like 1890. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, okay. So some some so, tungsten so armo Doyle. So another decade, another decade yeah. further back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back when the ball was like made of yarn, <laughs> yeah. and they were pointing yeah. just sticks they found on the way to the park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, but well, that's so the that's what what I saw over the weekend was like. Sure, they came back. They 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 answered. Um, you know, coming back from that opening loss, but like. It's pretty incredible. You know, you're, again, you're talking about the youngest team in baseball. You drop that first game. You're in Seattle. They're a playoff team. They're going to be in the mix. To come back and kind of like take it to them three games in a row and like do it through a mix of like, like you said, Fabs, it was like they won one game, two nothing by hitting solo homers. Um, they had a, offensive you know Quan has five rbis one night they have that game where they claw back on sunday it's like you can see the maturation of the roster right there where they they come back they take those three games the bullpen is locked down um it, it, just all around just fantastic baseball that they played and it's like you look at it and you're like oh this team's like they already look like they've sort of like know they belong and taking that step a little bit. So just to one to just to give further credence to the one point you made. They are the youngest team in baseball by nearly a full year on average. It's the crazy. average age is 27 day 27 years and 15 days old at the start of the season. The next youngest team was the Rays at 28 years and 44 days. Wow. Do they have anybody over 30? Like, what do they have? Like, one dude over 30? Uh, Two? Zanino, Zanino might be. I mean, us at the ages of 35, 34, 36 would be the old men there. Oh, yeah. We'd be By a mile. Vets. And I'm, I don't know, but I'm only speaking for myself. I don't feel that old. Yeah. And now yeah, maybe I'm Zanino's, getting into some like, kind of like midlife Zanino's crisis. 32. Zanino's 32. Like, dude, I, there's something about this team the last two years where it's just like that, that they, this youthful exuberance, it's, it's contagious. Yeah. It's the only, it that's the only one thing I can, I love it. Can, can, you know, how I can, how I can say it. Um, they are they are fun as hell to watch. And, I mean, they're I'm, they're you knew it last year, but even just watching that Seattle series, it's like they just look more established. They look more. Oh yeah, you know, guys look guys look more comfortable at the plate. Like yes. Andre Jimenez, it's like oh my god, this is he. And I know I pegged him as like somebody more like I don't know, like you know, I don't know if he could, and he certainly could still, obviously, but like. I wasn't sure if maybe he'd still have that same kind of approach to start the year, but like right off the rip, he looks like a superstar and Josh Naylor looks healthy. Yeah. Um, and he's hitting well, you know, it, except for when he, he looked, goes up against lefties, which I don't know. What randomly he was, he was pinch hit. No, what randomly Kito was thinking about that game one. Lefty. Like, like, I'm not quite sure about that one. Yeah. But, you know, the tapper back to the mound in an error. It's like, well, okay, it all worked out. But, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you can't look at the, at the team now and just, I don't know, be pumped. It's, it's a, it should be a fun year. It should be a really fun season. Cause like 
that's what they're notoriously slow starters and it's hard to start on the west coast like that oh yeah and you know i, I just feel like you're kind of watching something different it's hard you know it's like I love baseball for all its statistics and analysis and stuff. Like, I just love the numbers of baseball, but I also like just the vibe. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also like the vibe of this team is good. So, it's so the, the yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it feels very healthy. It feels, you know, guys get along the energy carried over from last year, which is sometimes hard. Um, and yeah, I just, it, it, it's fun. I, it, it's really fun knowing um, that you can. There's just like these cool little storylines to watch for the development of some of the younger guys, and you know, are more established. D- just to see what what Jose does this year, and to be at the beginning of it because it's such a long, it's such a long journey. You can get really burnt out if you're just going all in every single day, freaking out every single day, and to just know that you should have an exciting season ahead of you because we've had those years where, you know, 2009 to 2013, it was just pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah like, those three, four and, years. Yeah. And yeah. A, a couple in the you know early two thousands. Um, but we've been fortunate, <laughs> thankfully to not, you know, have a decade plus. Like I don't even, if you were a diehard Pirates fan, my God, I, I I need to buy you a drink because it's just, it's such a long season. Like the good thing about, you know, the NFL, if your team's shitty, you probably know it by week four or five, and then you can just start preparing for the draft. You can watch college football and see what great young player they're going to hopefully draft. Mm-hmm. And, and, Baseball, the rebuilds, and the rebuilds in football can can happen as quickly as two years. Yeah, you can get excited about, oh, cool, we got, you know, the Bengals. Cool, we got Joe Burrow. Like, it might take three or four years, and they got lucky. It took two years until they were competing for a Super Bowl. But at least it's something that you can be optimistic about. Um, Baseball, oh, my God. It could take six years till guys you draft. It could take take decades. I mean, like, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. If you look at the division, just – the AL Central. How long have we been hearing about some of these top prospects in the Tigers organization? Mm-hmm. It's going on three years mm-hmm. now. How long have we been hearing about some of these top prospects in the Royals organization? It's probably going on four to five years now. But and the end you start to like, you start seems, to get a top prospect or two, and it's like they come up and they're not really performing. And yep, then it's right. like, uh oh, yep, <laughs> like, what do we do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's, uh, the other, so the other thing too, though, that always, you were talking fabs, it's like, you know, enjoying the journey of it and not getting so wrapped up in like every single game to start. That's like, this is like kind of a side note. That's the thing that like drives me so nuts about like what they do at like John boy and barstool where they like film those fans, like the, the, like, you know, they've got like a Yankee super fan or some shit at John boy. And like, so I think it was like that game the other night where like, they grounded into a double play against the giants to end it. You know, it was like, it was the game two or something, something like that. Right. And the guy like was like losing his mind as if it was like game six of the ALCS where he was like super pissed. And it's just like, that's so like, I I can tell it's so staged and it drives me so nuts when people do that. But it sucks because then, I mean, you know, I like a couple of things Barstool has done, mainly just the pizza videos, if I'm being real. <laughs> but that the 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 type of people they attract though yes. are gonna be these like aggro assholes who then think it's cool to like lose their shit at just a normal baseball game and do something to hurt somebody, act out, ruin an experience for a young kid, where it's just like, dude, it's it's June fifth, you're nine games above you like the division. And like you lost three to two, like chill out. You don't need to. Like, and also, like, much dude, a dad. Dude, Fabs, Fab, <laughs> right. I'm sorry to cut you off, Steve, but Fabs, you brought up a point. Hundred percent, hundred ten percent, can't agree with more. As uh, Will Brennan just throws a missile. That was to that was a dude out at home. That was awesome, Will Brennan, the man. Uh, 
I was at a game. Later in the season, I'm going to say it was August. Now, this gentleman probably had had a few beverages in a three and a half hour long game, which again, we're going to probably get to and cover that here shortly uh, because those things are a thing of the past, hopefully. Uh, But, you know, we gave it up in like the eighth or the ninth. I can't remember which inning it was, but the dude was so pissed off. He tipped over a cash register out in center field. He's yelling at he's yelling at the the dude on the mound, who's you know some uh, you know four hundred feet away who's not going to hear him. And everybody kind of just stops and stares at this dude and goes, "What the heck?" But he falls into that. That bar stool John Boy, probably you know, cult uh, following of you know of guys who are just a little bit younger than us, and and I'm not gonna lie, you know, I follow both of those accounts, and some of the stuff they put out there is amusing, but you can't get upset about a bad weekend in June, right? Especially when it's against a a, a quality team. Now, if we go off and lose twelve against the the Tigers and uh, the uh, Pirates and Reds and um, Rockies, yes, get upset. But it's a long season. Yeah, the closest. I, I mean, the closest I got to upset last year was when they dropped like what was it, like eight or nine in a row, and that's in that stretch against like the Angels. Yeah, and stuff last and the year. Angels but were like even hot then, at that time, the Angels were hot at that time. Yeah, and even then, they were. even then, I knew it was like it's only May, exactly, or it's only April or whatever it was. And I'd have um, to go back. I'd have to go back, but wasn't May our only month of the season where we were sub five hundred? And, and I'm I think pretty we were sure like, it was. I think we were like two games below five hundred too. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, and you know, I know it's. <laughs> We're talking about it being a long season, but just getting three of one, as I start to kind of like look at scoreboard throughout the teams, I think are going to be like, <laughs> are you, are you, teams. are you, are you scoreboard watching already Fabs? No, I'm not scoreboard watching. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I did go I, to the MLB standings page today. I, uh, I, I, oh, will I, did fully I, admit, I, yeah. I won't watch. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, no, I did too. But, but just knowing like teams, I think are probably going to be in the hunt. Yeah, you know, come playoff time, getting you know, knowing that we're going to play fewer games against Seattle, I think we only get them one more time, and yeah, yeah, and it's the opener. It's this weekend. It's yeah, right. We're done right. with so, we're done with the Mariners. Come yeah, but then uh, March the, or um, March. My gosh, April. Uh, by 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 April tenth, we're done with them. Right. So you want to get the season series because then you have the tiebreaker. Yes. So, so like going, being, you know, two and two would have been fine going three and one against them while the teams might look completely I mean, look at what the guardians, who they started with last year and yeah. what we ended up yeah. by the time we got to the postseason. So that might change, but getting those like series victories against teams that are probably going to be positioning for playoffs late in the year. Um, you know, I think it's important, you know, if we, you mentioned the Rockies. Yeah, if we don't, if we go one and two against the Rockies, I mean that stinks because I don't think they're gonna be very good. No, or yeah. that's not gonna impact us. Like that's not no. other than the, the losses. Like that's not gonna be a a tie break scenario later yeah. in the year. Yeah. So so you did mention one thing. You know, we have fewer games against uh, the Royals and um, Tigers, but we have more. You know, but but that offsets with. A series Pirates. to Pittsburgh and right. uh, Colorado and Miami and there's so many other like, and the yeah. Diamondbacks. You're like the there's so many. Yeah. There's so many other series that actually get added to it that I didn't even think about this on our last episode when we were doing our over under for the the win total. And I'm not going to retroactively go back on my win total, but like that's like I, I started thinking. I go, oh shoot, like you know. We got like 
two or three more series worth of games against bad teams than we did last year. That should help us. Mm-hmm. Conceivably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see what else might help uh, the Guardians uh, in the new in the realm of new rules. Uh, obviously, yes. the one thing. So there's a couple things. Uh, I know we're going to talk pitch clock, but I have been very intrigued by the amount of teams running absolutely wild. Yeah, and as you say, that's funny that you mentioned that. And maybe you're watching the game right now, but uh, it does appear that Miles Straw just stole another base. It does look uh, like it's getting challenged. And, we'll see. And it's being challenged, but by it looked like he was safe. Um, yeah, you never know with the with the challenge. But like but so it's yeah. gotta be so it's gotta be what? So it's so certainly it's the bigger base. Bases are like doubled over the first weekend from last year. He's yes. safe. It was like forty right. last year to like eighty this year. I know my numbers are yeah. slightly off, but bigger bases and also I wonder too. There's the only the two disengage the like disengagements per plate appearance. Yeah, and guys are just like, "F it, I'm running." Like, well, well, so so I mean, and and maybe though, maybe maybe some of our listeners didn't catch the um, uh oh shoot, who was it? It was um from the Mets um. Am I drawing a blank? During the Lindor? preseason, no, Ferrat. not Lindor. Oh. Um, uh, uh, um, oh boy, Scherzer, Max Scherzer. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, How did I, I forgot he's on the Mets. Yeah, he's on the Mets <laughs> because they're geriatrics. <laughs> um, uh, but he was toying around with that pitch clock in a couple oh, of yeah. bats to pitcher right. or to batters. And um but but conversely I've thought like hey if you're a good base runner like the Guardians have a couple of you know between Straw and uh Quan and Jimenez and even Rosario even uh Jose you know, we got five quality guys who are who are smart on the base path. Even Bell, you know, people don't don't think of Bell as a good base runner, but he's a smart base runner. He's not going to get twenty stolen bases, but you know, we have a number of smart base runners who can toy with pitchers to mess with that pitch clock too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean, the Guardians must have. I don't know if they were prescient in, in in this philosophy, knowing this was happening, but like being a fast team, it is killer. It with these new it rules. Is. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's absolutely a plus to be well, a f- team that get not only gets on base but is like crazy fast. So so there's a number and of just wreaks havoc. We're a fast team. We're good at getting balls in play, getting on base, and we're a young team. A lot of these guys have played with these rules in the minors at some to some degree. That's true. That's a good point. Well, let me ask you guys this. Have you how have you felt watching it with the pitch clock? Just in general? Where where do you land on it? Initial reaction? I'm sorry, Pops. Go, you go. I was gonna say I I've liked what they did um because in spring training, honestly, I got I was like losing, I was going crazy where they had the countdown like front and center and they've done a good job of hiding it in the little base thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like right in the middle. It's, it's very subtle. Um, I mean, I listen, I like it. I like that games are over in about two and a half hours. Like, I think that's it's a normal beautiful. amount. That's what a hockey game is. That is what a, uh, basketball, a basketball gamer is. That's, a soccer game. Yep. Um, the guardians just tied the game. Um, and you know, I, I, football is the one thing that's this weird outlier, but even the NFL, it's, it's only 30 minutes more. The NFL is like three hours guaranteed yeah. college football. That's a whole other, like, like that's an all day, but college football has its place. Cause it's like the traditions. It feels like it's uh, more suitable for like, this is going to be an all day thing. You go and yep. watch 
you know, if you're going there, to the OSU game, you go watch Skull Session, the band. They're come even out. talking about it's a trying thing. to to speed the games up too. College football. Yeah, I know they're looking at some of the NFL rules for yep. continuous clock, which I would be all about that. That'd be amazing. Um I, but yeah, I've liked it so far. I mean, I, I do a two hour game, that's a little quick. I think we're gonna yep. see an adjustment next year. I think they're gonna increase it to seventeen seconds and twenty two seconds. Um but like I'm for the most part, I, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um I'd echo those same sentiments. Um, I do think there's, there can be some extension of some time. Um, you know, the guardians have had played two games that are, uh, you know, pretty close to two hours. And they've also played two games that are about, uh, three hours. Um, I think the happy medium, like you said, fabs is probably in that two thirty five to two forty, two forty five range. Yeah. Um, you know, Though I was speaking to a, a friend um, earlier tonight, and I said, you know, look, would I mind a two-hour game against the Tigers in the middle of June or July? Oh, when it's super no, hot? No, no. I will not yeah. mind that because I'm so done with seeing the Tigers and the Twins and the Royals and the and the White Sox. But I would also take like a two-hour I would take a two-hour game though in like freaking April when it's like forty-five yes, degrees yes. out. But I'm like, at a game but too. At the same time, like you know, I do enjoy a little bit of time to 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 spend with friends or family yeah. at, at a game. So that two and a half hour mark seems like the perfect amount. Where it's like it's it's shorter. It's it's forty minutes shorter than it was in the past, but it's not going by like the snap of a finger in in, in two hours. Um, I jokingly text you guys, you know, after the home opener or not the home opener, but opening day, um, I barely had enough time to have two drinks in that two hours right. and 14 minutes that it took the game to play. Um, you know, fans will adjust like fans will adjust. And also the cool thing that the thing that's different with baseball, though, you can get there an hour early. Like, well, bas- and, like NBA, and, NBA you and, can't really like, right. get there. Like, you can get there thirty minutes early, but like they they often don't open the arena. Like, yeah. at least you can watch BP and stuff. So yeah, if I you're think, like worried I think about, gates, it can be I think gates open up. Experience. I think gates open like ninety minutes before first pitch most times. Right. Um, right. So you can have a four hour experience at the ballpark. No yeah, problem. yeah. So what I think what teams will do after this kind of they kind of start digesting things because the one thing I and I, I mentioned to both of you. Um, is look, you know, this could hurt concessions. You know, I, I, I jokingly said, Oh, I only had two beers. You know, if I go to a game, I can have two to three drinks in a game. If I get there early enough, um, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing gates open two hours before a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used to, it used to be they where you could go be. and watch like batting yeah. practice. You could watch, I mean, you used to be able to do batting practice. But I could see that. Yeah. I, I could definitely I, I see think, that. I think that's where you're going to see some, some tinkering is maybe you add an extra couple seconds in between pitches, like you said, Fabs. And, um, and I, I think teams will start opening the gates a little earlier too. Yeah. I mean, it's all stuff that they're going to sort out. Like it's like, yeah. I, it's just like a great that they have the experiment. Um, that they're that they're trying something and that it's working so quickly, like right off the bat, pun intended, that like clearly you're shaving 30 minutes off. You're like trimming the fat of a baseball game right yeah. off the rip. I would say after watching it, I, I what I would like would be the two things that I would think would in a regular season format, because I think they should get rid of it in the playoffs. But the thing that I think would help would be you can, as long as the pitcher is in the set before the time runs out, he can pitch anytime after the clock stops or runs out. So you just like have to that. be set, be set before the clock is out. And then you can pitch rather than pitching before the clock that adds like two seconds of like that nice sure. flow. And then I would get rid of the 30 seconds in between batters. Cause like that's bullshit. Who cares? Like, I know it's, I know it usually probably isn't even that long anyway, but like if you just like let it flow that way and let guys have walk up music and stuff, I think that that would yeah. be cool. I yeah, love I the walk up music. That's important. I, I think I yes. can't hear, if I can't hear somebody 
blasting some Blink-182 before, between pitches. Blink-182, yes. I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm not going to laugh. Uh, Fabs, we're going to that concert, so yeah, don't Fabs, talk shit. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at I, I agree, <laughs> dude. That's, yes. I, I love Blink-182. That's amazing. Like, because that would be my walk-up music, too. And I was like, if I can't get in the zone, listen to, to, to Mark and Tom. Dude, I Sorry, would do... Matt. Um, I would play Freak Me by Silk. Oof. That would be my walk-up music. The, the nastiest song honest. ever that no kid You would be playing hear. genuine... You'd be playing Pony, Pony by Genuine. I probably... I would play some weird I would. Stuff, I totally sure. would. Yeah. If I was in a yeah. funk, I'd be like, play some weird-ass music, man. I'd play be like, like... Play the song that all male strippers dance to. <laughs> yeah. Done. I'm not... Uh, clothes aren't coming But that off, would be but, my... <laughs> That would be my way to just tweak it. I yeah. I could add the time, but I like the idea of letting the pitcher have the full time to just get yeah. set. I don't like that they get them, that they ding them. Well, and, and we've even within. talked about this offline and, and, and various texts, but like a guy like James Karinchik is looking like he has been struggling. Yeah. Like that dude is trying to do like the same like, pre-pitch routine mm. that he was doing last year for 40 seconds and about 15. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it, the first, the first outing, I was too worked up about him f- fucking things up for, that's you know, when your kids were taken away. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yesterday's game on Sunday, um, he was doing that like little ball toss thing. And it was like, it was like, I was like, am I watching this in real time or is like is is the TV sped up? It's like no, right. this is real time. He's just trying to get through his damn routine. It's crazy, man. The, the twenty seconds that he was allotted, and I was like, dude, bro, take an edible like or you, something, or have a beer in the bullpen. I don't well, know. Like every other pitcher's got to deal with it. But yeah, everybody I, else I gotta, has to deal with it. I got to give Karen Jack a little bit of credit though. Like I feel like baseball has actively put in rules the last two seasons. To severely limit what he, what his bread and butter <laughs> him, was him with alone. the sticky, yeah, with the sticky stuff and uh, with taking the his damn all time between pitches, everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, poor guy. Maybe I that's saw why someone go that... extension yet. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's coming. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't unless it's January sixth. Oh, 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 Fabs. He'll yeah, he'll Our be signing rule, on the rule back. Rule number one was we were not we were not political. He'll yeah, well, yeah he'll sign on the back of a piece of paper right now. Did you see this? He's uh, in New York protesting. Uh, uh, <laughs> I heard that he would sign a contract extension on the back of a piece of paper he took from Nancy Pelosi's office. These are all jokes. These are all jokes. We don't want We're to start. Joking. We, we love want to start anything out I there. Know. We don't want to start anything. Hey, I know. hey, hey! You know what though? That's a good segue. If there was one guy we could get off this team, oh my god, it would be talk about struggling. It would be mother effing Zach Plesac. So here's the thing about Zach Plesac, and this I'm is just what him. he is. At I'm this done with him. Well, I'm clearly, so I think the dude. team is probably the team is probably done with him, but and they just got to figure out what the path forward there is. But here's the problem: is like, so you want? I'm watching him in the Oakland game. This is nothing new. Everybody knows this, but like his biggest problem is he first of all doesn't have the velocity on his fastball, and he doesn't no. have the control that Bieber does, where th- that doesn't matter. Where it's like he cannot spot his fastball the way yeah. that a guy like Bieber can. And every other breaking pitch he has isn't a plus breaking pitch. And he, and he can't throw half for strikes. He grooves half of those breaking ball pitches. He can't, Yeah, he can't throw for a strike unless it's right down the middle. So, like, he just is a pitcher who kind of fills a spot at, th- at this point in his career. He doesn't do anything exceptionally well. When he's on his best, he's a middle-of-the-rotation pitcher. Can we all agree with that? Yeah. He's when he's, he's on his a best. four. He's a four a fourth starter. Yeah. Four, three, three, four. Yeah. Three, four is what I would give him. But he hasn't been on his best. In three years? Yeah, I, I would say Dude, two. It's two twenty one. I would he has, say at least he's two. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 probably being a little generous. 
Well, and clearly he's he's got some he's got like I wouldn't call it the yips, but he's got like clear like frustration. I can tell mouth. you what it is. I can tell you what it is. And I told you guys both this before we started recording tonight. He's got that Bauer and Clevenger stink on him. He was the third stooge of that group. And he I know I'm wrong kids. I, I, I don't want to lump him in there with those guys, but that's the only thing I can come to, you know, without being in the clubhouse day in, day out, you know, and, and, and reading things online. That's, that's where I, that's the conclusion I have to come to. Yeah. I, you I know, think it's, it's Dude's like broken, broke his hand punching a mound like last punching, year. Punching him out and taking his shirt off aggressively. Shirt off. Right. It's, it's <laughs> like our, our team is like, I know, I know baseball attracts weirdos. We all played it for that very reason. Yeah. Like, why do, why do you think I this succeeded? Team's, this team's like, I don't know. This team is like pretty, a lot of pretty smart dudes. And, you know, I know we were ragging on Karen check, but like, I feel like he is like our oddball bullpen yeah. weirdo. That's yes. cool. Like, like we can live with that. Like, guys. we can live with that. That's absolutely there's no problem there. Plesak just like doesn't fit in yes. at all with what the rotation is like anymore. Um, and it just we have too many good young options. Not not even count. Not even talking about the big ones that are in like double A, triple A. Yeah, I'm not talking about those guys. We just have yep. so many. Like Xavier Curry came in. Pitched five innings today because police that couldn't do his job in the second. And he, he rocked it. Like yeah. we just have too Came many good young guys to like waste any more time on, on police sack. And I'm praying to God when we did our over unders, <laughs> I'm praying we greatly overestimated what police sack number of starts he was going to get. I took the under. I took the under. You did. What did I set it at? Ten and a half? I think, I, yeah, I think you, did I think like it was ten and a half. Seven seven or five but if he has like one or two more outings like this dude it's it's three well I, I, and i mean like i hate to say this too but like again maybe there's a team out there i don't know who the frick it would be at this point maybe, oh any re maybe any rebuilding Reds. team any team that needs any depth would do the Reds? they would yeah, take, the Reds I, I, will take like they take a flyer on him i mean like they'll take a they'll give us a, pro, a top prospect for him they'll give us joey you know and you know who actually would probably? I would think Joey Votto on a trade. The Rockies would probably. I bet you yeah, the, Rockies the Rockies would probably would take a do. flyer. Um, I can't imagine any how shitty his numbers would be in the Colts oh, field. You know, nobody yeah. deserves that. Where it's like, hey, sorry you struggled so much with us. We're going to ship you a course field. Yeah. Here's 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 a four, here's a guy who had a four four point two ERA and it balloons to a six point seven yeah the career killer yeah i it's i mean it's like it's a bummer because like certainly you would want like he's had flashes but i think it he does, has this point and again this, and again like when he's had those flashes he's a number three but yeah the is, uh he flashes doesn't right. have the consistency it's just it's just not there yeah and you, you you're not gonna last it's the same with it's the same with the position players and, and the lineup. It, it, there's a reason why Fran Mill Reyes and Bobby Bradley aren't on this team anymore, and it's going to be the same reason why like Zach Plesac's not going to be on this team much yeah. longer if he can't like produce. There's too much right. young talent coming up. Tanner Bibby, we just mentioned, or we talked about it before the recording. Chris is like, if he gets a, if he gets like three or four starts in Columbus, yeah, yeah. you're going to be like, yeah, that dude's coming up. <laughs> like, we were saying, we were saying before the episode, like how many starts can you truly put up with, with Zach, please pitching? Like, he yeah, always started tonight. And I was saying five. I, I, yeah. I was gonna say like four to five. Like that gets you kind of into May. And then it's like, but, but is it fair to, the Bibbies, the um, you know, the others that would be in consideration, like, hey, like you haven't had a whole lot of time at this level to come in and be expected to do better, you know. So like that, there's that problem. Um, heck, you know, I, you, you brought up Xavier Curry, 
fabs you know steve you brought him up before we even recorded i'd i'd give him a shot to kind of bridge the gap he's a guy that i've liked for a while I th- he's definitely that kind of like fifth six starter type guy where you know maybe he gets mm-hmm. pushed to the pen and he's kind of a long in- inning um you know breaking case I mean, of dude, emergency and the, and the, type but yeah and this is all with like mckenzie out yeah like that's the thing you're <laughs> even considering getting that's rid true. of police with your number two starter out for six more weeks like yeah. you must be doing something wrong if they're like yeah we bring up two of the guys like wait whatever yeah yeah, like we can't even we can't, we can't stomach another start. <laughs> no, <laughs> where it's like because no, like it, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to outslug like they're you know they came back against the A's, but like not you every can't do team that is against the A's. The, you can't do that. Um, like no offense to the A's, we all know where the A's are going to be. The A's are probably going to be a hundred loss team easily. Like they might not even get sixty right. wins. Which yeah. is saying something because the old adage goes, you know, you, you win forty, you lose forty, and everything else in between happens. And so, if you can't come up, if you can't muster twenty more wins, that's saying something about that club. I mean that that club, that club's they got a lot. They got a lot to work on there. Um, they do. But yeah, no, I, I, I mean, come, I, I, I told Steve. Right off the rip, you know, May, middle of May is some magical date in my mind. Maybe it's because that's the date when guys, you can start bringing guys up and they don't, their service time doesn't count towards this year because they've spent enough time in the minors or whatnot. But I mean, that's about five to six starts. And quite frankly, Miles Straw might get 100 stolen bases this year. Sorry, yeah. You just like the picture. Was I just, just standing I, there. He, he just, was like halfway down the face. Well, was that a steal or was that indifference? Like, I want to know what uh, they might call that ruled. indifference. That, that, I wonder if they'll call like, that no one indifference. Made, like, no one like even betted an eye. They're like, no oh, you going by? Only, it's only a two run lead. I know. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with. I mean, I, the you would think the bases like were increased like by six feet. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, like no offense, like what we're doing out here, but like I feel like it's I like might forty be steal foot bases. bases. Like I'm, I yeah, might be, like me and my they're... like current state of physicalness. Uh, I might be able to steal a base given the right circumstances. <laughs> their new mean... like their new rule to be like hyper American is like the base must fit an entire Ford F one fifty on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> oh man uh i love it i mean i'll tell you what look as a way to kind of wrap it up it's like you know please sack aside uh the action of the game and it, and i know we've been watching a lot of guardians because they're and they're a lot of they're an action-oriented team but like just in general these games that i've been watching some of the other teams play um the action, man, it's there. I mean, yeah. you're seeing games go quick. There's lots of movement. There's things happening on the bases. You got to be defensively good. Like, yeah, you got to you got to be if you're not if, if you're like a White Sox team that's just like trash defensively. Good luck in a that's, long season that, with this. It's funny that you mentioned that team because that's one that's one team where I haven't watched them yet this year. Um. But that is a team where I'm like, yeah, I want to see how this pans out for them. It's gonna be. I watched some of their like for them. Yeah, I mean, I watched some of their games against Houston. Their bullpen got smoked, and then they got like blown out. Yeah, they're in the the rotate. They'll go as far as the rotation takes them. Yeah, that's really what it's going to be, and that could be a wild card team. I don't know if it could be the division given the talent of like the twins and no, Cleveland. I don't think so, but I, you know, they're hoping for us or the twins to, to sustain a lot of injuries and slide into that wild card spot. I think. Yeah. And just sort of like collapse. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, I don't know. It's a week. We'll see. Yeah. No, um, still okay. very early. Oh. 
Real quick, yeah, real quick, uh, before we wrap it up, Chris, you have, I we're, do. we're doing our new segment, our, yes. the CPL Pitch Clock. Yeah, so in, in honor of the new Pitch Clock uh, implemented by Major League Baseball, we're going to, um, each episode, try to at least have one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe a whole episode worth of some rapid-fire questions that we have to um, kind of put on a timer I don't know if anybody wants. Does anybody have their their phone readily available to to try to answer these questions? Within, um, I'm going to pose the question, and then okay. we're going to just go around the horn uh, in rapid succession, answering the question in uh, hopefully as close to 20 seconds as possible. Okay, so you're going to answer it in 20 all, seconds. That's what I think. That's what we all agreed upon beforehand. Um, I apologize if I have misspoken. But uh, nope, today's question, it. today's question, in um, in line with thinking with our uh, our opponent, the Oakland Athletics, uh, formerly the Kansas City Athletics, formerly the Philadelphia Athletics, mm-hmm. um, and saying how much how much they need, how much uh, they need uh, both on and off the field, is this. The third to last trip to Oakland for the Guardians. In that, we will face the guard, uh, the, the the A's two times a year. One home, one away. Uh, this is our lone trip to Oakland this year. So theoretically, it'd be this year, next year, and 2025 uh, before they move elsewhere, presumably to Vegas, where the three of us will um participate in a weekend that uh that that will go down well, we the, won't remember that we won't remember that our, our wives will slutty. wish that our wives will wish we never <laughs> uh they never agreed to let us uh participate in such a uh weekend mm-hmm. extravaganza or or weekday i don't know you know whenever that series may occur sure but is this yeah. is this one of the last times uh one of the, the three last times that the Guardians make a trip to the Bay Area to face the Oakland Athletics. Go. Okay, who's gonna go? Who's gonna go first? Steve, go. Okay, right. Uh, no, I think that there's still time to, because because they have to announce that they're moving, then they have to announce that there's a stadium, and then they have to like get all their affairs in order. And so, I don't think it's the third to last time. I think that's still like five years away. Okay, before they even make the move to Vegas. All right, fair. Ooh, you just got it in there. Ooh, yeah, maybe he got it in there with like right. just like about, about five we'll, we'll seconds. Call, we'll call it sixteen seconds. Yeah. All right, Fabs. Okay, let's right. say you. Um, I I also agree. I don't think this. Uh, I think probably five years because also they have to build the stadium. They don't have anything like ready. True. In Vegas, it's going to have to have a certain capacity. So I think five years until they're in Vegas. All right. Oh, Fabs, fifteen, 15. seconds. All right. All right. All right. All right. You ready, Fabs? I'm going to give you mine. Right. Go. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be four years, though. I think the uh, mm. the deal gets announced uh, next year in January. Uh, Manfred has made that kind of an unofficial deadline. And I do think the A's are moving to Vegas and to the Tropicana property. That's it. Oh, Ooh, that'd be a good one. Nice. That's a good property. Yes, the and, and who, for those who haven't been to Vegas, the Tropicana is on the northwest corner of um of the uh, the 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 airport out in Vegas. It's right on the strip. It's uh, right across the street from um, MGM Grand, uh, mm-hmm. uh, diagonal ish from um, where the Golden Knights and yeah, Mobile Arena kind of are. Is. All would be in that. Yeah, they it all would kind of be, be in, in that area. Uh, it'd be a very centralized district for both the uh, the arena, the stadium, and the uh, football uh, field oh, for man. the Raiders. So, I look forward to seeing a Guardians in Oakland. Or, I'm sorry, Vegas A's, or if they choose to rebrand. Um, oh, geez, did they just tie the ball game up? They did. Classe just blew a save. Shit. Um, well, that being said, uh, I, I do, um, anticipate a, a weekend or, or week, uh, uh, 
some kind of trip to Vegas uh, in in the foreseeable future here. Okay. I like it. All right. Um, well, I think that wraps it up, even though we uh, we had to end on a som- somewhat sour note as Classe <laughs> blew that same. Just gave him a, a two-run bomb. A blast. Center. Wow. Yeah, he was getting knocked around a little bit in this in this. Uh, well, hey, appearance. hey, hey, you know, good news, good news. I uh, Stat line, as um, out-of-town scores are coming by, our, uh, our future outfield um, addition had two solo home runs today. I saw that. Yeah, Brian Reynolds, that's correct. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Until he's not traded to us, I'm going to keep beating that drum. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, in that in that spirit, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, keep the dream alive collectively. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll be back, you know, obviously throughout the season. Um, we're getting into the groove here. Oh, a pitch clock violation. Oh, uh, seen a few of those. Anyway, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um you know, check us out on social at Calpinal Pod. Um, and hey, we'll be on this journey with you, and we'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs>